0: As I'm sure many are now well aware, uh, the news broke a few days ago that Everton are in a pretty advanced position to sign formerly of Shakhtar Donetsk and recent free agent Bernard, 25-year-old Brazilian who's represented this country at an international level, uh, and rightfully so. The excitement for this is pretty high. The opportunity to see him possibly link up with Richarlison and form some sort of Brazilian connection is something that I'm sure Evertonians are eagerly anticipating. Um, I got the chance to sit down and talk to Chase of the Canarian Blue podcast, which is the podcast which is orientated around the culture of football in Brazil um, and the players who obviously come through the ranks of Brazil. He had a lot to say about Bernard, his, um, his upbringing through the Brazilian ranks, his time in Ukraine, which he certainly had a lot to say about, the type of player that Bernard is, where he'll fit in at Everton. Um, interestingly, how he thinks Bernard will thrive under Marco Silva. And what the future might just hold for him. So enjoy the interview. So I'm I'm joined now by Chase of the Canarian Blue Blue bo- podcast. And Chase, it just goes to show four days is a long time in football. Because um, four days ago, I was on your podcast talking about another Brazilian who's just joined Everton. And now all of a sudden, pretty much out of the blue it looks like Bernard is set to undergo a medical. Um, For those who are unfamiliar with Bernard, I've been a fan of him for quite a long time, but for those who are unfamiliar with him, can you just give us a bit of of an idea of what the of what type of player he is?
1: Yeah, absolutely, And Max. Thanks for thanks for having us on uh, today. And I think if you had told me at the beginning of the summer, I'd be we would do two Everton podcasts over the summer. I would be I would have been pretty shocked. I probably would have taken a lot of odds on that. But it's it's great to see more Brazilians playing in the in the Premier League. Um, Bernard, as you say, I've been a big fan of him for a long time as well. I think he's a fantastic player. I think on the positive side, I'm super energetic, very versatile, very creative. Uh, he can operate sort of in a number of different positions across the front line, and I think his best quality is he's a fantastic dribbler. Um, he can definitely beat a man um, either just just basically ghosting past them, I think you saw that a lot last uh, season when uh, Shakhtar beat City in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an eye for a pass. Um, I think one of my other favorite components of his game is his ability to combine with his teammates, sort of pop up in positions where you wouldn't expect him and create fluid attacks. I think that, that speaks to sort of his versatility. Um, on the negative side, which I'm sure we'll get to when we talk, uh, his attitude I think has been an issue throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current manager of, Sha- of Shakhtar I don't think was too sad to see him go, uh, given he ran into some issues there. And I think he's a bit slight. That, that would be my only concern coming into the Premier League from a physicality perspective is, is how will he handle that. But we've said this about so many players who have come into the Premier League from either Spain or Portugal or South America. We've said you know, they're very small Premier really League is very physical, but the league is changing very quickly. I think, um, and I think there have been a lot of players who have been super successful coming in who have been small frame. I, I hope that he's it'll just be the latest one.
0: Yeah, most definitely. You've, you, you've definitely covered what our potential worries might be, um, and I'm sure these have been coveted by the the new coaching staff at Everton and. What what seems to be really interesting about this transfer? Obviously, he spent I think it's some, is it the last five years at Chakta, and obviously to be to be left without a club, um, it's quite a bizarre situation for someone who was you know once covered with such promise. Um, obviously, he had links to many different clubs across Europe, and since he's become a free agent, the likes of AC Milan, Inter Milan, and, and Chelsea were all linked with him, and. I think, obviously, coming to Everton, this speaks volumes of our manager, Marco Silva. He seems to have this kind of ability to persuade players, to to create a bond with players straight away. And How, as a manager, do you think Marco Silva could get the best out of him?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, it'll be interesting to see how Bernard fits into the team, right? Because I was reading a lot of reports that, you know, he, he's going to prefer the 4-3-3 this season. Mm-hmm. He's got several players. You know, Sigurdsson had a, had a good campaign last year. Yeah. And he's just brought in uh, Charleston uh, for a, a record fee for the clubs. So how does Bernard sort of fit in? That, that'll be really important. Because I think he'll need regular minutes. I mean, someone coming into to, the, to a new league, um, adapting quickly will be very important. But obviously Everton are cool playing in the league and then in the FA Cup and the league Cup as well of mm-hmm. competitions hopefully we'll be able to get some minutes so I think it starts there is, is sort of getting a sense for how Silva wants to integrate into the squad will be really important now one interesting thing will be I wonder if Silva will will have any uh, any interest in sort of playing him through the middle uh, Mm-hmm. Part of a 4 kind of in the same way that Cheech uh, utilized Coutinho during the World Cup, mm-hmm. the number 10 who was playing at a four three three. So I'll be curious to see sort of how, how that works. Now, what I will say about Bernard is I think Marcus Silva is the perfect manager. This is the perfect situation for him to come into at this point in his career. Silva, as you mentioned, a great man manager, arm-around-the-shoulder type of guy. Um, and I think that that could do wonders for Bernard and, and sort of solve, hopefully solve some of those attitude issues that we've seen earlier in his career. One of the things that I think people forget, so Bernard started his career at Lecce Romero in Bella Horzacci, mm-hmm. one of the co in 2013. In the same team as Ronaldinho and Joe. Um, and at the time, when he made the 2013 comparison to Cup squad and the 2014 World Cup squad over Coutinho, it was controversial. But it wasn't crazy. People weren't just like, oh, this is mm. insane that he's making the team. There were a lot of people who thought he was better. Yeah. Ended up being better. Um, we've seen the staggering heights that Concino has reached. And so but I think people are still really hopeful for Bernard because he showed so much promise at a young age. And he's still only 25. It, it, it's staggering to me that he's still only like
0: 25. Yeah. Obviously, you've just touched on it there with his the, with the international career. Obviously, I've read an article, a great way of putting it is. He's kind. Of, obviously, his last game. He, he was used quite frequently under Scolari. and his last game. It was kind of like an um, a red wine stain on on a white shirt. That um, that historic seven one against Germany. Um, and as you said, obviously still twenty five. Is the hopes that he can reignite his international career with this move?
1: Yes, definitely. And I think he could definitely find a place in the squad. Uh, to the I mean, what national team? couldn't use a versatile number 10 who can play in a number of different positions, mm. right? I mean, it, it, it's a, it is a, he's a very effective player yeah. on his game, and so I think that there is a hope that he can reignite his team. The, the other thing about the 7-1 is he's playing in his home stadium, You know, 21 years old, Bellow. Mm. and I think, can you imagine that scenario, exactly. being asked to replace Neymar and just falling apart in, a, as you rightly say, a historic defeat? Um, I'm going to steal your line about the red line on the white shirt. That's a that's a, that's a good one. Oh
0: yeah. uh, no! Yeah.
1: But I think it's. Uh, I, I do. I'm very hopeful they reignite this career. I'm hopeful for any Brazilian uh, to make a run at the national team because I think competition just breeds getting the most out of all the players in the
0: team. Yeah, there, and there certainly seem to can't uh, There seem to be so many kind of links with Richarlison and Bernard. Obviously, you know the versatility, the nationality, still relatively young. Do you think they can conjure up some sort of partnership and relationship?
1: I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for that. Yeah. I mean, I think um, uh, Charleston's ability to get in behind defenses and create issues, and Bernard's ability to pick out a, a pass. I'm hoping will sort of yield great results. And both of them obviously never never saw a flick that they didn't love. Uh, mm. You know, like a, a quick touch that they didn't love. And so, I yeah, I, I think there is hope that there there will be some good combination to play there. and Never hurts to have you know, two Brazilians in your in your squad, as many of the best teams in Europe are are, are learning at this point.
0: Mm. You, you touched on it earlier, and I'm, I'm sure Evertonians will be keen to find out more about this because we have got quite a history of of acquiring players that develop an attitude problem. Can you just go further into the the attitude problem that you mentioned there?
1: Sure. I mean, I think that the move to Shakhtar from the beginning was a bit ill-fated. I mean, I don't think that he responded really well to the, the culture, you know, mm. you know, being in such a cold climate. And then the Ukrainian revolution uh, happened while he was at Shakhtar, of course, and he was relocated a couple different times to avoid that conflict. Um, and I think he, he had some quotes that came out that, just to be candid, I, I wouldn't have said. I think that they were a little insensitive to the conflict and stuff. And so I think... I just don't think it was the best place for him. I don't think it was a place that really allowed him to shine. Um, and I think that that spilled over into his game, into his work ethic a little bit. And that followed him his entire time, you know, he was in Ukraine. So, I, I unfortunately, you know, as because I'm not, you know, in, in the dressing room on a regular basis. I don't know any of the, the details, of course. But what I can just tell you is that I don't think the manager was t- uh, too sad to see the back of him and mention his attitude problems. Yeah, on several occasions. Just that he wasn't he wasn't giving his most in the trainings. Um, he would take that's – the, that's the other thing I would say about Bernard is there's been accusations that he takes matches off. And you can tell it in the first 10 minutes that he's just – he's taking this one off. He's not giving it his all. You know, if something happens for him, great. If it doesn't, you know, that's fine. Mm. Um, and that won't fly for Silva, I don't think. And that won't fly for uh, so it'll be one to watch
0: Yeah, you mentioned there, and I, I read quite heavily into the obviously the Ukrainian conflict, which obviously certainly unsettled him, and his kind of inability to settle with the culture. And you mentioned there with the manager, and I'm I'm sure, obviously coming to Everton, that such problems won't be the case. And as you mentioned, obviously, Silver's going to be the type of arm around the shoulder type of manager. So, do you think? this type of stability that it can be offered will bode well in the future and um, what can you predict not just for this season but the long term as well
1: yeah I, I'm really honestly I think this is a great move for him I think of all the clubs that I saw him linked with this was the one that made the most sense to me um, I think Everton last season was so difficult you know mm. than me first
0: mm. but Definitely. I think
1: they're on the rise now right I mean I, they had a great summer I mean between um, Charlison, uh, Digney, and now and now Bernard. It's been a, a quiet low-key, as I like to say it's been a low-key mm. summer. Um, and I, I really like Murdo Silva. I think he's a great manager. And I think it's just a good situation for him to fall into, to be honest. And I think it's a good deal for Everton. Mm. Um, at 25, coming into the height of his powers basically, I'm hopeful that he'll really set the world alight in the next two seasons. To be honest, I think for Bernard, as someone who watched him you know, during 2013 with Nero, I think Everyone's hoping for him to reach those heights again. And he has it in his locker. It's just about finding the right situation. And I'm, I, I honestly think he could be one of the better players at Everton and one of the better players of the league. If he can find a place within the system that makes sense for him, mm-hmm. He's, he fixes his attitude issues and really commits to his game. I I know I, the guy is limit is such a cliche phrase, but that's honestly how I feel about
0: Chase it's been a pleasure and I hope um, I can speak on behalf of Evertonians we certainly hope that's the case thanks 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 for coming on so there we have it it was great to have the opportunity to sit down and talk to Chase who gave us some great insight to the type of player that Bernard is and what just what he could achieve at Everton and particularly with the relationship that becomes with Marco Silva um, of course, as I mentioned, make sure to check out the Canarian Blue podcast. It's great to in, in terms of the information that you can get about Brazilian football. It really is an interesting listen. Um, and of course, make sure to to like, subscribe, and check us out all on on the social media platforms. <laughs>